0: to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, men make moves and suckers stand still, and as always on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerf TJ's Radio Network, sorry for the snafu and the confusion in the beginning, that was completely and utterly my fault, as I am old, sometimes I fuck up, players do that, um, and what I end up doing is I had the YouTube running at the same time as the stream yard and i was hearing myself twice shout out to black gun owners magazine yo man hey if you need any information on black gun ownership you're trying to find a, a, a an instructor you're trying to find a, a black owned whatever in the pantheon of gun ownership black Gun owners magazine on IG is your source, first, last, and in between. I'm telling you, um, you cannot possibly thank the brother for everything that he does, man. Um, and this is a, a topic that I try to make sure that I always shed some light on in our community, um, and not just black gun ownership, but responsible black gun ownership. Bam! So I was about to run my mouth. The 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 go taps in um and i don't see a picture though tom let's what's good bro can you hear me
1: i can hear you can you hear me
0: i can hear you loud and clear i don't you don't have a picture up though it's just a big it, t
1: uh, all right so funny i had an allergic reaction or something and it, it uh swelled my eye up uh so like it's bad bad so
0: Oh, bro, you should have told me. We could have just postponed it. Oh, it's all
1: good. Come on, bro. Uh, Come on, Huh? I started complaining about
0: nothing. So. No. Okay. Um, well, nobody wants to look at my ugly ass for a whole hour, bro. Uh, <laughs> but how you doing, man, outside of that? I'm good,
1: man. I'm good. I ain't going to complain.
0: All right, bro. Like, you. Like got this. Yeah, you you can't tell, bro. Had I had you not said something, I really would not have known.
1: Yeah, it, it just like I will, like our world. So
0: you are a little low, though. Can you turn your volume up just a little bit? Yeah. All right. Better. Yeah, that's better. All yeah. right. So, um, where do we where do we start, man? What your interesting guns? When did that start?
1: Um, jeez, uh. Around 18, my grand, my grandfather, uh, we used to go every summer. We would go down to uh, Concord, Virginia. Uh, my grandfather and and my great grandfather and uncle, they used to, you know, they used to go and shoot guns in the yard. So, you know, it kind of started from there. And then, um, I, you know, as soon as I became old enough, I bought my first gun and just been on since.
0: What was your first gun you bought? Funny.
1: Ruger P90.
0: What was wrong with it?
1: Nothing. Actually, so, I'm not a big fan of Ruger pistols right now, but, uh, I can honestly say, those, uh, that P series, that P89, P90, P95, 94, those were, those were probably one of Ruber's best series they ever came out with
0: okay all right so when did you buy, when did you buy your first uh uh rifle
1: my first rifle came in 2010
0: and it wasn't too long ago
1: Nah, yeah 2 2010
0: which do you prefer
1: Hmm. I, you know, pistol. It depends on depends on the situation.
0: Okay, I got so, you. So how do you go from that to I want to own a gun store?
1: So I had have a knack for collecting, and um, I collected firearms for a long time, and. My collection habits didn't look good to some people, and I got talked to about it, so I just decided to just go into business for myself. So, I you know, I went in business back in 2015. Uh, my first store was American Patriot Guns and Ammo North, uh, and Surplus Arm came in 2017 uh, when. I decided I wanted to have my own stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I took numerous, numerous armors classes. And then I started going to, uh, then I started gunsmith school. Graduated from gunsmith school. Took my master's in it. Mm -hmm. Just wanted my own stuff and went from there.
0: Okay, I'm going to back up a little bit. You said somebody talked to you. Was this like just a, 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 yeah. a, a personal conversation? Like, baby, I'm tired of this shit. You got to do something yeah. with it. Uh-uh. Or no. this was, was, was no. we, we we watching you. We need you to do something
1: different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those.
0: Okay. I, I, I'm going to leave that alone. That's it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, my
1: habits did show that trend. However, it kind of wasn't that. It was what it was. That's when I just said. You know, I'm just going business for myself. So it don't even fucking matter at that point.
0: So what exactly is required to own a gun store?
1: Um, Nothing really required. I mean, uh, pretty much fill out the application, go through their long-ass background check. Uh, after their background check from the application, you know, that's when a long list of things starts to come. You know, things that you need in place before, you know, they issue you a license. Mm-hmm. And, you know... One of the biggest killers for a lot of people is location because uh, ATF is big on zoning and changes in your zoning. Yeah. They're going to be on that. So.
0: So as, as the population shifts and things, you know, businesses move, schools get built closer. Does that mean you have to shut down and move somewhere else?
1: Uh, You know, so one of my, one of my friends just recently, um, his his FFL type is a it's a type seven, which means he has the ability to manufacture his own stuff. Uh, I don't know what change came in his zoning, but he actually they went and said something to him, and he had to change to a type one, which is a retail only. You know, so that's you know, kind of the gist of things, you know, if little things like that come up, yeah, they will come get you. just to speak to you just to get you to change up your stuff. So, Like,
0: I I remember I interviewed Mark Chopper, and Mm. he was going to have Chopper Day, and the area that he was going to have it at found out about it and literally changed the law to prevent him from having Chopper Day. Are you saying shit like that?
1: Mm, So i personally haven't uh as far as the chopper day thing goes um i i've i've attended one before uh it was in a residential area um if if you're being technical on how a range is developed Uh uh there were a few things that you know were not in place okay uh like the um I believe he said they, the uh, what you call it, is a uh, stand. They were too close to the house. Okay. Uh, the berm wasn't high enough, and you know, believe it or not, like I said, there in a residential neighborhood. I mean, you had nine hundred cars parked in somebody's fucking yard, like. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got you on that one. So. You went to gunsmith school. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that teaching you how to build a gun?
1: No, I mean, work on working on guns, period, learning about guns inside out. And I mean, you know, any real gunsmith, you know, we actually had actual regular courses, too, like math, uh, you know, math, physics, things like that. Um, believe it or not, all that stuff is involved with making a gun and where some people got it fucked up where you know, we go to YouTube and we just learn, oh, put a fucking gun together. It doesn't work that way, you know? So you learn things like ballistics, reloading, then they teach you about the business, things like that. Excuse me one second.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yo, I've never even heard of, uh, I'm just a regular ass nigga. I, I, I've i never even heard of a gunsmith, yeah. let alone a class. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a regular-ass Joe. Like, you yeah. know, I'm just... We got,
1: we got one, Sonoran Desert Institute. Um, uh, Modern Gun School, which is one that seems like a lot of people are attending now because it's the lower-priced one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I don't know what year they were established. Uh, Pennsylvania Gunsmith School.
0: So any black arm gunsmith schools?
1: No. Not that I know of.
0: Okay. What does it take to be to 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 have a gunsmith school? Do you know?
1: Nah, you know what? I there's I come across a lot of guys who who work on guns and you know I assist them with, you know, put people on some free gaming things like mm-hmm. that. But like I said, uh I'm very big on a don't go to youtube you know just being real you know youtube draws a map but that's about it it gives you the basics of you know what goes here what goes there but you know learning how a gun operates is a totally different thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you know there is math and physics behind that you know how a gun should operate um perfect example is like I have my own brand of guns do you? yes and a lot of people talk about how my guns have no recoil and the one gun that got a little bit of attention I have this this 5.56 first of all 5.56 shorter than 10.5 inches to me makes no sense that's just me okay but why because ballistically ballistically to get full use of that round mm-hmm. you, you you need you need at least that to, okay to full burn and you know twist for to get the correct ballistics out of that gun um i made one with a five inch barrel I mean, this thing was tight and everybody that seen it, they were like, man, dude, this thing looks like it's going to be the most violent gun I've ever shot. And they're shooting and They're like, dude, this thing's not moving. And you know, how did you do that? And I'm like, yeah, it was a lot of thinking behind it. you know, a lot, a lot of little thinking. Um, I'm very specific with, I'm very specific with certain parts of the gun, mm-hmm. um, I'm very specific with, uh, like, as far as AR-15s go, they're gas-operated. So I'm very specific with uh, gas port sizes, things like that. It's just horrible because I needed to work a certain—I needed to function a certain way. And if it does okay. that way, then I can't use
0: it. So you want to build a gun. What is the, 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 the first component that you consider?
1: Um one them uh, as far as what kind i guess depending the platform
0: let's say let's say a pistol
1: okay, a pistol um I'm building a pistol you know again, which platform am I using uh you know am I doing like a striker fire things like that you know, so you go off the base, which is your you know your frame. You know, mm-hmm. Your your main part, your serialized part, whatever. After that, you know you consider me. I would sit back and consider what I want done because a lot of people go off looks. Oh, this piece looks cool. This this piece looks great. Uh, well, for instance, I'll you for I'll use an example of all right slides, which are the top part of the uh, pistol. Okay. okay? Uh, at one point you saw a lot of slides that had cuts in them uh, which essentially make the slide move it moves quicker uh, because what you're doing is you're reducing weight well when you're buying things like that you know some guys will buy like some guys will buy like the slide then they'll buy like a regular Glock or Sig or whatever parts kit or whatever parts kit to uh to you know to work it and thing is you got you have a reduced weight slide you need some. you need spring heavier springs to make that thing move you know okay. the correct way you, you know what i mean Or you gonna get you're gonna get uh double feeds whatever you know what i'm saying so
0: it's kind of like a, like a DJ puts a quarter on a, a needle for a turntable when absolutely. you really only need a dime.
1: It, absolutely.
0: Okay, I got absolutely.
1: you. So, you know... So, so what's pretty, the name
0: of your gun that you made?
1: So, uh, we'll go by the brand uh, Surplus R. Um, we have... Our models are the CC15, uh, the... The twenty-four two ninety, the X Duty, uh twenty-four three thirty four. So, um, let me see. The twenty-four geez. The eleven oh one,
0: the Damn, you didn't build whole... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, so, the
1: whole Yeah. Like, so
0: what they shooting? I mean what type of bullets we shooting?
1: Uh I mean I have all different calibers from Nine millimeter up to six five Creedmoor. There was a lot of guns I discontinued because I personally didn't like them, and you know, so on and so forth. I, I, I'm one of the biggest. I'm one of my own biggest critics. Okay. You know, when it comes, and, if, and if I don't like, it I don't put something out there just to have something out there. And you know, because at the end of the day, my name is Ryan on it. You know what I mean? So if I wasn't a fan of it. I take it away.
0: So you got white boy snipers in Alabama calling you up like what like like asking for advice.
1: Mm, I I wouldn't necessarily say that but I get a lot of I get a lot of people who ask for advice. Okay
0: how many black-owned gun stores are there? I I think I think I saw like in Pennsylvania alone maybe like four. Uh
1: it's a little more than that. Um Believe it or not, after 2020, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of black owned stores, you know, just appear uh, before then. There was there were some, but not many. OK, you no, know? um, I can count on my hands who my OGs were. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, and I give them their respect and flowers all the time. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm one of those. I, I shout them out. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to some of the newer guys, you know, it's kind of subjective. Uh-huh. I look at how they move because okay. it, it just seems that a lot of people came out of the woodwork when COVID hit and thought it was this great thing to uh, sell guns or do firearms training or whatever. You know, people are looking at it from the money side and missing the big picture. So, you know, I've seen things like misinformation or, you know, folks who really don't who really don't walk it. Just talk shit. Just yeah, just talking shit and, and it, you know, because they're just looking at the fucking money. And unfortunately you got those who were following them because, you know, it's like it's the blind's leading the blind. And then, you know, if somebody like myself says something about it, then all of a sudden I'm eight. I don't have to hate. i I've been around long before you and I'll be around long after. You. That's for damn sure. So. So know,
0: what's the biggest piece of misinformation that you see out there?
1: Believe it or not, right now, nothing. It, just, it Honestly, it sounds like everybody's regurgitating the same shit. You know, the shit I've been saying the shit I've been saying forever, you know, we're starting to hear people say now, before it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. You know, you know, like when it comes to first time gun buyers, mm-hmm. you know, before before all this, first time gun buyers, it'd be somebody leave a post somewhere or ask it, and then everybody, everybody who thinks they knows anything about fucking guns has some kind of fucking answer. Now it ain't that. Now it's oh well, you know, how does it feel to the person and all this shit? Y'all wasn't saying that shit before. You know, y'all weren't doing all that.
0: So it's a good thing then.
1: Yeah, it's a good thing. So, you know, things with like firearms instruction is where you start you start to see things, uh, you know, it seems like nobody's original anymore, everybody's doing the same shit. Um, the other thing is the other thing is you know when it comes to when it comes to if you're teaching people how to use these things basically speaking be there to answer them fully be able to answer them if they ask you the question why because there's nothing like it when you ask someone something and they can't fucking answer it for you but Meanwhile they're you know telling you this this is at a third so you know be ready to answer questions and also be ready for liability because you're liable for everything that you teach somebody really oh yeah for sure if if let's just say I had a course and the so-called student has a bad shoot or whatever mm-hmm. you know we could be subpoenaed to come to court because they're going to ask, you know, if they ask that person, if that person's had any training, that person says, yes, they are going to ask who trained you. Then they're going to bring us, bring me in and ask me, you know, about my credentials. Where am I getting my information from? And so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you have to be ready to face those consequences as well. You know, that's why we try to be the best informed and, uh, also, you know, just be honest to, you know, just be honest to people. If I don't know something, I know how to say I don't fucking know. Uh-huh. If I do know something, I, I stay current with the laws. You have to stay current with laws. Um. Right now, the big thing out here, uh, New Jersey license to carry. We were probably one of the first out of state companies doing it, you know that I know of. And all of a sudden, everybody decided to follow suit, and. One of the biggest questions that used to come to me was, uh, what do you do? Uh, You know, what do you need? Uh, You know, what's the curriculum? And me personally, at first I had no problem sharing. I had no problem sharing at first. But now I'm at the point where I do. So I tell them. And so I wouldn't tell them anything. The only reason why I wouldn't tell them anything was mostly because we took the time and did the legwork and we searched and we looked up, we spoke to people. Uh, We got in with some New Jersey state police and, you know, from some of the uh, smaller boroughs or whatever they call them in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And we took the time to get in with them. Okay. And with that being said, it is what it is. So if I can turn around and do all of that,
0: You can do the
1: same thing Don't don't call me asking me Especially guys You know Guys who knew me Knew me well See me Never speak to me And now all of a sudden You see I'm doing that Now all of a sudden You know I'm your fucking friend
0: I feel you on that Let me ask you this Um, So you, you do firearms instruction too Yes Okay so have you ever Come across somebody That legally Checked all the boxes And legally they are They are able to own a firearm but practically they were just a horrible student and you really didn't want them shooting anything.
1: I've come across who just, I've come across those who have, you know, trouble with training. And the thing is, you know, we just, we just keep back at it. You know, you get to a level, you let them know what they need to build on and, you know, what to stay away from. Uh, For instance, just recently, we had a guy come out to a class. Um, he, he didn't know much about guns, which he did admit. The way he held a gun, I said, you shot a gun before, didn't you? He's like, yeah. And I said, who showed you how to shoot a gun? He was like, "Uh, well, it's what I saw. T- I went to the range once, and this is what i seen on TV. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, you know, it is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the, the younger guys you know they get a lot of their they get a lot of that sh- stuff they do from the videos the movies things like that and guys guys are like the hardest to break you know with bad habits they're the yeah. hardest yeah um, women women are easy women you normally show a woman one time and she's good some of them take a little bit longer but not as long and a lot of times like it's kind of funny. We'll have like the husband and wife there or whatever, and you you turn around and tell them, "Yeah, she's going to end up shooting better than you for the end of the day, and it always happens.
0: You know what I find is that women appreciate the power,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and men want to own it.
1: Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they they want they want to own it and with no real understanding. Of
0: it. Exactly. They think we we think we know shit.
1: Yeah.
0: It's hard to tell us that we don't.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, especially when it comes to purchasing. You know, you'll have you'll have the couple that comes in, and the, the guy. You know, he, he's bought one gun, and all of a sudden he fucking he is like the he is the <laughs> encyclopedia. <the laughs> in- know, talking about what she needs and all this shit, and then uh, you know, one thing about us and our shop, we're like a different environment, and and. Basically, how some describe it is like being in a barber shop. All right, so we have no problem playing you the fuck out to the point where the woman's looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you, said you know all this, and you know what I mean? They making you look stupid in here, and it ain't intentional. But at the same time, it's that oh, dude, simmer the fuck down because you still got a lot to know. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah. All right, so I'm watching a live stream by official Black Guns Matter. And um, the the topic of it is why is the Second Amendment dying? Do you think that it's dying, or is this just a a, a regurgitated fear amongst gun owners that has yet to uh, to surface?
1: That's a that's a tough question to answer. Um, you know, I don't I don't see it dying. I, you know, I see all kinds of attacks on the gun industry, period. Um, through social media, social media, what they do is a lot A lot of the gun pages, you know, they'll shadow ban them, things like that. Put you on 15, 30-day 30 30 day blocks, shit like that. Um, so, through social media, you know, social media is one way, you know, and then The news, the news itself, every single time, like a lot of these CNNs, one, every single time you see anything that has to do with shooting, you know what I mean? They demonize it. And it's like, you know, it's more to it than that. And the one thing I don't like, you know, as far as media goes is, you know, one big thing they talk about is shit like mass shootings. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you look up the definition of mass shootings, uh, if it hasn't changed, I think it's two or more persons injured in some kind of, you know, in a firearm attack. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's world news when it's in, you know, the clear, you know, in the clear area. And, you know, in ours, it happens damn near every day. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal then you're bringing up guns like the AR-15. The AR-15, if you look it up, what was used in a lot of these mass shootings, AR-15 wasn't one of them. Okay? More mass shootings are done with handguns. You know, my whole thing is this, you know, when it comes to us, who, you know, who who do carry guns legally and all, just stay educated and trained you know, because if you don't, you do something stupid, it makes everybody look bad as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, I saw. Um, I don't know. I think it was the Pew. Yeah, let me see. Uh, the Pew Research Center said that basically about twenty five percent of Black folks own guns. How high does that number have to be before they they really make changes to the gun laws?
1: Oh man, they. They're doing that shit now. So, you know, black and brown, all of a sudden, you know, now we got all these gun legislations. Now, don't get it fucked up. They were there before. They were there before that, you know, a uh, few came in through Obama, a few came in through Trump prior to COVID. But now, you know, with the surge of black people, especially black women, now it's like every day it's something so but you know second amendment's been under attack man since fucking 80s probably before then so every every generation has seen something
0: okay is there such thing as too many guns
1: no never
0: never, mm. never. see that 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 one i would disagree like like i don't know how many it was like Fifty guns for every gun owner—not not realistically, but whatever the number is. How many guns does one person? I went over to this Dude's house and he had a whole room full of guns, like literally. Every so, you don't need that. You don't need a hundred guns.
1: So uh, I, I would make you sick, then I'd make you fucking throw up. <laughs> you well, know, I you got, you got over twenty years worth of guns, and you know I I am in the thousands. Really? Mm-hmm. With fire, but but counting that's counting like things like silencers and things like that. I am into the thousands. Yo,
0: like how, the maintenance on that alone has got to be ridiculous.
1: Oh man, I got stuff I ain't touched in years, man. You know, but it's just there. It's good to know I have it. You know, um, I'm one of the, I'm kind of like a unique collector. I like unique things, but. Most of the stuff that you touch has its own characteristic. So me, like back then, I was just buying shit to buy shit. But then as, you know, I started learning the actual mechanics, the metallurgy and things like that of guns. That's when I started being picky on what I buy. Okay. So, so.
0: What's the most unique gun you own? Hmm. Hmm,
1: that's a good question. Um, probably because they're harder to get. I, I have a G36 and I have a UMP, so those are hard to get, those are made by HK.
0: Okay, like the only G thirty six I've ever, and I'm no, I'm I'm no gunologist by any stretch of the imagination, but I play Call of Duty a shitload, and there was a G thirty six on Call of Duty. Are we talking about the same one? You got one of those? Gee, oh, that's fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> that is dope. <laughs> just, I know I sound like a big ass kid, it's but actually, that's it's actually, crazy. Actually, that's
1: believe it or not, on the flyer that you posted. The flyer that you posted with me, the red pick—that's that's a G thirty six.
0: Yo, so what's the recoil on that? None. Yeah, because it's this it's, it's not really any on the gun on the game either. Like that's one of the ones that you like get and you keep.
1: You no, know? got a Yo. good got a got a great cyclic rate, things like that, man. You know, so.
0: Should felons be allowed to carry guns?
1: Kind of subjective so uh, I'm gonna I'm a bring this from a different point of view. Okay. all right. I spent 15 years as law enforcement and um, and I I've been around long enough where I've seen guys go away and come back and they are completely different. Yeah, I'm talking about completely different, like, you know, whole lifestyle change, everything. And you know what? Being real with you, there is felons do have a way to have their rights restored. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, do have, they do have ways to get their rights restored. Uh, you get a lot of them who walk around and swear, oh, it's over for me. That's not true. You know what I mean? You got, you got years. You got years not in trouble and you know, you got this, that and the third going on, start doing things like getting pardons, man, get your pardons.
0: Um, you know, that's extremely it, difficult
1: to get a pardon. Actually, we've been, we've been putting people on in PA left and right. Uh, so we are, we are up to 23 people who have been pardoned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we've, we, Put them on game. How to get pardon and all, and they get their pardon. Come and get their first gun from us. We're up to twenty three people right now.
0: So, is it like a class you teach on that, or is it like?
1: Uh, No, we don't. We don't teach the class. We just give them the steps, and they go. They do it, and they bout it.
0: Why not though? Why not teach a class?
1: Because me personally, I, I just I just send them to the sources okay i send them to the sources i'm not the source you know i'd rather send it to somebody and believe it or not our source is actually he's not just uh he's not just teaching it he's also a client how about that so he is the subject matter expert he will put people out he'll he'll put people out there
0: but that's just for pa
1: uh as far as pa yes
0: okay all right so uh Does he have the do you know if he has counterparts that he's familiar with
1: in um, other states? I'm not sure, but I can ask him. I
0: definitely can yeah. ask him. Cause if there's not a network out there to facilitate that, there should be. Cause me personally, I feel like and, and 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 let me let me be clear, and I was saying this before you got on, but okay, there are you do something to kids, fuck you. You know, uh, there's certain things that should, yes, you should be eliminated. um, But for the most part, I'd say 90% of crimes, if for five, 10 years you are crime free, there shouldn't be a process. You should automatically be able to just go back to being uh, a one citizen, so to speak. And
1: the crazy part is you got a lot of folks who believe that already like we've had people who've come in try to purchase guns and get denied and I, I'll give a I'll give a real good example we had a guy come in an older guy mm-hmm. that be in his 70s uh, he came in he tried to buy a gun and um he was denied so one thing about me I ask questions I'm not. I'm not going to judge anybody. I ask mm-hmm. questions because I'm like, if it's something stupid, and you know, we can help you on it. That's what we're going to do. So, the guy. I asked the guy, you know, has he ever been arrested before? Has you know the? And the guy said, yeah, I was arrested. But he said, I don't understand how, it it came up. I thought I thought I'd be good. That was fifty years ago. It was like in the '60s. He got locked up for a bag of weed. And I'm like. And so, you know, one thing you got to explain to people is no matter how much time goes by, it's on your record and never goes away. So you, you will have to get it pardoned or not. Everything needs to be pardoned or, you know, pardoned or expunged,
0: right? Damn for a bag of weed though. And see that's unfair to that population like i'm getting i'm getting there you know where i'm physically i'm not the same guy i was 24 25 years ago you want to square up let's go now i'm over 50. like squaring up with somebody 50 yeah let's go but squaring up with somebody 25 i'd rather shoot you yeah i should have that right if I, if I made a mistake at 25 and I don't care if I went to the pen or not. Let's say I did 10 years. I get out at 35. I'm 51 years old. I did shit for, for what what is that, out of 15 years? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I
1: mean and then, you know, as far as, it's, it's weird because it's like as far as our folks, it's always like a lot of dumb shit too. Like I know in PA, the one thing in PA like you could do you can do some of the goofiest shit. And you know, after so long, you know, you can get it expunged and you're good. And you got you get arrested for drugs. Drugs is like drugs is like the end for you. You gotta get that party. Yeah. And a lot, you know, a lot a lot of the guys like my age and And younger, that's what they're getting popped for, you know, drugs. And then they got to go through the the whole pardoning phase because, you know, because of drugs. But then there's another one that's fucking people up too, uh, shoplifting. Which, really, yeah, I like, you know, me personally, I don't have respect for it, you know, I mean, no way
0: it depends on what you're still in
1: And, and why.
0: Okay. Like, no, and, and why? It, it, well, if you still in if you still in a, a a Monet, I respect you. <laughs> I do. It, the the, the the time, the discipline, the effort that it takes to break into a museum some real shit. That's some movie I'm shit. You still in? I've seen somebody get caught for stealing a box of cigarettes, and you weren't even stealing fucking Newports. You're stealing some fucking two dollars cigarettes. Even the judge was like, "Why would you risk your freedom for some cheap cigarettes? Yeah. Get the good ones." Yeah, that type of shit is goofy. But if you're hungry and you're trying to steal, you know, a pack of hot dogs, that's a different beast, too.
1: So, so that, so that's why, that's why, that's where the why came in for me. Yeah. Because uh, when I when I was when I was a cop, man, there was this little young dude, man. They used to lock him up all the time, man. And I, I watched this dude grow. When I first started, this dude was probably in second grade and and you know just over the years watching this dude get locked up i you know i lived in the same neighborhood as him i actually liked the dude and you know i pulled him to the side one day and i said why is it that you know they always locking you up and it's always got something to do with you stealing shit so he broke it down to me why dude, dude his his mother and father had passed. He was living with his aunt uh-huh. and dude was hell on earth. I mean there's been plenty of times we had to go get him from his aunt's house because he was out of control and um, you know, she's pretty much let him run amok. He's running the street, no money no job or anything. So he was diabetic and what happened was he, he, when he Sugar was getting lower or whatever. That's what they was catching and stealing. Stealing dumb shit. You know, shit that he was stealing to to keep his sugar up and things like that. Mm. And uh, I remember I lived in the same neighborhood as him. I was like, man, look. You know, this shit I can get done around my house, man. You can do this shit. And people used to look at me like I was crazy. Like, you trust that motherfucking? Yeah, I will. Because you already know what it is. Who used to cut my grass and all kind of shit. And you know, I give him his little money and shit. Uh well one particular night I we got called for a theft at a store. And number one, you know, personally, when it comes to thefts from the store, I mean, I know this they got insurance. Okay, that's what their insurance is for. Is I ain't right? really much we can do. If the person ain't still there, ain't nobody going out looking for him. And I damn sure wasn't writing no goddamn reports and shit over over no stupid shit. (laughs) But I I went to this one particular store and the dude is showing me the video and it's the same dude I was just talking about. So I'm looking and I'm like, he's on the video stealing pampers and I'm like, he don't even got kids. Like, what the fuck? So... I looked and i asked the, i asked the clerk i said hey is that such and such so now he looked like he was scared to say yes or no i'm like listen ain't even on that type time is that is that such and such so he looked at me and said yeah i said all right listen i'm going to rectify this i'm not locking him up i'm going to rectify this i'll be right back i went outside on the block where the all, all his folks and stuff Me, I went outside say yo tell them I need him to holler at me ASAP sure enough they did man 20 minutes later 20 minutes later because I gave my phone number out 20 minutes later I got a phone call from him saying he's standing in front of the store and when I got face to face I asked him, I said yo what you do tonight and he was like I ain't do nothing I said you did something because I'm standing in front of this same store. you know what it, you know what it's about. so he broke it down. he said, man there was, he was in the store and there was a girl in there and she needed pampers. she didn't have enough money for pampers. so he told her he told her, just give her what he what she had and he'll get them for it. So she said, all right, so he went in and took the pampers for it. Uh. You know, on some Robin Hood shit. So I, I told him, I said, all right, man. I said, that's cool and all, but you can't do that. So I said, this is what I want you to do. I said, he wants he wants me to lock you up. I told him I'm not doing that. But we gotta rectify this with him somehow. Long story short, he ended up working for him. It ended up working for him till he ended up till he ended up uh getting killed. He got killed about a month or so later. Damn.
0: So You know what I mean? Yo. And you know, but like, like I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Um we we don't like the police. Mm-mm. And no. and our, our our opinion of black cops is even lower than the white cops. Yeah. Which I'm going to be from my experience that's as earned. Um it was
1: it was funny here um because I'm not working no more, I actually get more flack from the people that I don't work anymore. Than anything else because and even like a lot of the younger guys a lot of the younger guys I, I approach things different okay and um a lot of the younger guys used to respect that man they would sit out there we'd talk for for days i mean i remember there's one beat i used to work in we had two projects right across the street from each other used to shoot at each other all crazy and i had a habit of i was like yo there, there's a store though that was on the one side and the store was like mutual ground where, okay. where everybody go. Cause the owner wasn't having this shit. So I would go sitting there all the time, man. Yo man, we'd be in the air in the early in the morning talking about sports, everything, you know what I mean? And you know, it was like, to me it was like standing around with a bunch of my boys and they, and they totally forgot I was the police. You know what so I mean? So why'd you stop? Yo, uh, being real, got tired of a lot of things, a lot of bullshit, and um, I almost punched on, I almost punched on a, another officer who okay. was friends with, who was friends with our commissioner, and I was like, all I know is he's gonna go up there, say I threatened him or some shit, then you know next thing you know, he locked me up because I told him to meet me in the locker room. One night,
0: you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yo, that's a uh, I can't even imagine, bro.
1: Yeah. So, I, you know, it was best. It was best for me to walk away because I know a lot of those guys just be like, "Yo, why is it that you know you sit out? Oh, these guys are shitheads. Why are you out there talking to them? Yeah, because you got to understand them. If you don't understand them, you'll never know what's going on. So y'all keep doing things the way y'all do it. I'll do things the way I do it.
0: That didn't go over well with the white boys. I'm <laughs> certain.
1: No. They ain't like that at all.
0: Yeah. they—they they, It's a us against them mentality for them.
1: I remember being told one time uh, we had this family. We had this family. All the sons was fucking bad, man. All of them. I mean, these dudes used to shoot and every fucking thing. And I remember I went to I had a call at the neighbor's house at, over at their neighbor's house and I was done with that and the mom was standing there and uh the mom said, yeah, can you come here for a second? And she let me in the house and all the sons were sitting in there and they was all just standing there laughing. They was like, yo, you the only cop that's ever been in this house that didn't kick the <laughs> <laughs> We had a laugh about that shit.
0: So. Yo, I gotta admit though, man, like like when you talk about when you talk about policing, your energy changed.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's some things I miss, but there's a lot of shit I don't miss.
0: So, how can how, how 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 can we develop our own our own police force? Is that possible?
1: Actually, it is. Uh, I had somebody look that up one time. How to start a police department, and like he was dead serious. He he did all this. He did all this research on. I I, I never asked him what was entailed with it, but mm-hmm. uh, believe it or not,
0: it can be done. Like I know some organizations that do community policing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like on an official nature. But they do have a, a relationship. With the police,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where you know, whereas it, I, I don't know how how it works, but they're they're looked upon a little bit different. It's not like vigilante type shit. They're not going yeah, out. I know exactly do, what you, you know. What I'm saying, but like at some point, we're going to have to be more aggressive in how we how how we discipline those in our neighborhoods. Yeah, because sure. the shit getting out of hand.
1: Yeah, I I agree. You know, but. My whole thing is too, man, you gotta watch some of these. you gotta watch some of these fucking you know, some of our own who doing the most too. You know? you uh, know, we had, we had a there was a lot of guys same complexion I didn't fuck with because y'all was on that type of time. You know? Yeah. Quite a few of them.
0: So I was watching that uh that clone Tyrone movie.
1: Yeah, I saw that uh, just the other
0: day. And the interesting thing was who they were cloning. They weren't cloning everybody. They were cloning those that were prominent in the fuckery. That were successful in the fuckery. The leaders. And that is... That speaks volumes... On the one hand. On the other hand. Um, just like. Uh, the government figured out a long time ago. That to successfully cripple our neighborhoods. The the criminal industry. Had to be crippled. Because there were leaders. You know like when you look at some of these gangs. You know the brothers that started these gangs. Mm-hmm. Were. Top tier leaders. Mm-hmm. They just chose to lead. Some fuckery.
1: Yeah,
0: But. At the same time, they they enable discipline in their organizations. Yeah. And they kept them, you know, they, 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 if you're going to have a criminal element, which you are going to have, I don't care what society you're in. There's going to be some crime um, when you have crime that has rules and order with amongst themselves and they just doing shit amongst the criminal element. I don't really care about that. Y'all killing each other? Go kill each other. That's the life you chose. I'm cool with that, long as you ain't killing moms and pops that ain't got shit yeah. to do with that.
1: Yeah.
0: But when you take the, you know, when you take the the head off the snake, and that head is such a dominant figure, not not every man for himself, and that's when you have anarchy amongst the streets, and they knew that shit, and that's what they've been doing for for years. Yep. Absolutely. You know? Um, and I ain't gonna hold you up too long, yeah, but as did. far as far as as gun ownerships, what is your 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 biggest piece of advice?
1: I Main do your homework and train. Stay constant with all the laws that's changing. You know, stay up with that. Um, when you're doing your research or your training, check the reputations of people. Um, that way you don't get caught in the fuck voice circle. You know? Uh, other than that, man, you know, stay educated. Stay educated. And that's it.
0: Who are you calling when you need some gun advice?
1: Uh, when it comes to what kind of gun advice?
0: Whatever kind you feel like you need. Whatever, Whoever you feel like you want to give them their flowers right now.
1: Uh certain things so uh body oh was one of them okay you know mm-hmm. he's one of you know he's been a good friend of mine for a couple of years he actually has a signature line with us um so body oh is one of them uh you know people that spread the you know people that spread the word uh the guy who hooked us up, black owned guns.
0: It's my guy.
1: You know what I mean? Him him and the other page, Guns and Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they what they do is they spread that awareness out there. You know, they take they take shit from everybody else and put it out there like, yo, look, this is what's going on. And it's always the positive shit. There ain't never no negative shit. And you know I fuck with them and yeah, I mean it's a lot of people I could shout out right now.
0: You know, and it's definitely a lane that um as far as podcasts go, I don't see you know, I don't see too many podcasts really approaching the subject. So I try to make sure that I uh Actually,
1: So me and me and a partner of my Keezy. We do it we do a show every Wednesday on IG Live. I think we're I think we're thinking about switching over to this platform because I'm actually a regular on uh another show on this platform, the Tactical Turkeys. Okay. Uh that comes on every Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday. And uh
0: you know Damn, they doing three shows a week?
1: Yeah. And me I've been, you know, I've been uh I came on there a few times, and then they just asked me to be a regular on there. So, uh, you know, now I'm a regular on there.
0: So I'm on there every Tuesday. Yo, that's that's crazy. I can't imagine doing three shows a week.
1: Yeah, they they do. Well, shit, Lord Jamar is what damn near every day.
0: Lord every- Jamar, I don't think has a, a, a. I think that is his job.
1: nah. nah I, so I know I know Lord Jamar person. We train him. Really? He's been, yeah, he's been training with me the last three years, three, four years. Um <laughs> wait, yeah, three wait, when we meet him, Memorial Day of 2020. Yeah, Memorial Day of 2020 is when I'm when I met him. Dude gave me a call one night. He gave me a call one night. Memorial day he stopped through. And you know, he's been he's been around ever since. But uh you know, nah, he's still doing touring, he's still touring and doing shows and shit, but he gets his time in the train. You bring up some of our training, he right there.
0: I'm not mad at that. You know who I really trying to fuck with is
1: Twister. Yeah, oh Twister, yeah. Another one. Another solid one
0: Yeah, your boy, like he he is turned into a a heavy gun gun advocate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's, got
1: a, he's got a nice collection.
0: I'm trying and to think. Guy-
1: and the guys that he's around, they call themselves the gun camp. The gun camp guys, all of them cool as shit.
0: Yes, yeah, so I, I,
1: I, I was just with all of them on. Uh, shit, what was that last? We were with them last month, Father's Day weekend.
0: Tell, tell your mans, man. Fuck with me, man. i, 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 I had Twister. I, Twister. I didn't have uh, black gun owners on. I done had Jay the Shooter on. I've had you on. I've had, uh, 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 geez, what is that? Oh, oh, Grandmaster J, Free That Man. Um, geez, uh, 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 the, not the Huey P. Newton. Uh, Fred Hampton Gun Club on. Yeah. You know, I've tried to make a concerted effort because this is just a lane that I feel like is, is just, we need to make sure it stays open. For sure. Black folks need to have, you know, we, we, we need to, The reason that certain things happen, you know, like Tulsa and, and, you know, you you can go down the list, is that we we didn't adequately fight back.
1: Uh, The one thing I see a lot of, man, you know, even with this shit, man, they still got that fucking crab in a barrel mentality, you know. It, it, all, all the little fighting and shit amongst. That's why I said, man, you know, I just, I deal with who I deal with and, and let it be, man. You know, because it, it's like, it's like we don't stick with nothing. You know what I mean? So
0: I would agree with you wholeheartedly. And um, some people make it more difficult than others. Mm hmm. You know, and I'm not. I, I'm not going to absolve myself of. I've, I've done fuckery shit too back in the day.
1: Yeah, yeah um, I mean, I, I went. I went through the. I went through. We we've had a lot of people around us, a whole lot, and you know what? Honestly, had to dissolve that man. You know, you just had a lot. People want to be around us because you know. We know everybody. You know, we got access to this and that and the third. And, you know, basically speaking, man, I just started eliminating people one by one because I'm like, man, I ain't got time for the fuck boy shit. You, you know, you're not going to sit here and build off of me and then turn around and say, fuck me later, you know? So, cut everybody.
0: Yeah. So, And you know what? You, you didn't cut anybody. They they cut themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They, you, you You know, you, you just sped up the process. Mm-hmm. you know i i hate when people say that because that's taking ownership of some shit that you really don't have to own typically speaking people you know it's like when people get fired at work for being late mm-hmm. they'll blame everybody else nigga you was they late times a week.
1: everything but no so
0: exactly you know you got you got yourself fired bro mm-hmm. um if there's anything possible that i could ever do for you man don't hesitate to let me know oh, and i got same, you
1: same here same you know uh
0: um, Definitely appreciate everything you doing, man. And if don't nobody else tell you, bro, I'm proud of you. Thank you, man. No doubt, man. Thank, thank uh, this has been a dope conversation, man. Um, yo, uh, well, you definitely have to, you know. I know you got a lot of shit, a lot of shit going on. Like you definitely have to come back, man. And one of these I days, could. what what it's I want to do?
1: Cause, it's funny because that's still. This has become like a every night thing. I'm sitting on somebody's shit, so
0: it, it ain't tiring.
1: Nah. Not
0: really. Oh, nigga, I get that. Sometimes I don't feel like doing this shit, bro. I'm not even going to lie.
1: Not not really, because, I mean, it almost started off at first like an interview where it's like, all right, you know, what am I going to say about that? At some point, like tonight, you know, I'm sitting here. Now I'm just saying whatever the fuck. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm like, oh, all right. It's like having a regular conversation with somebody.
0: Well, you know what? I'm not the, you know, I try to. I like to ask questions that I want to know, and if other yeah. people benefit from that shit, that's cool, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But at this point, like I've had so many interesting, dope motherfuckers on the show that I just, you know, like, like I kind of do it for me.
1: Yeah, so you had uh Leo Huxtable on.
0: Yo, that was fucking crazy, man. <laughs> Yo, that was <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, back and, on. Yo, you know the uh the, the wild things, like the next morning, man, this nigga text me at like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, look, baby, Theo texted me. Look.
1: Get him back on. I got
0: You know, but yeah, it's it's been a hell of a ride, man. That 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 was one for the ages right there. Uh uh-huh.
1: That's what's up, man.
0: Yeah, man. Like I say, man, if you ever need anything, bro, don't hesitate. Um, and I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna inbox you my number in case you need anything. All
1: right.
0: All All right, right, man. I I
1: don't know why I thought I gave you mine already.
0: That's okay, man. I appreciate your time, your energy, and your wisdom, bro. And keep doing what you're doing, man. We absolutely need you.
1: Thank
0: you, man. You know, you can make a couple more stores, man. We, 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 we the next state over, man. Come to Ohio. You
1: never know. Yeah. You you never know.
0: Anything I can do? I got you.
1: All right then, appreciate
0: that, man. No doubt, man. You have a good one, bro. All
1: right, t- you too, bro. All right, peace. Peace.
0: Yo, uh, very, very, very interesting conversation, man. And you, you will not find too many brothers that own their own gun store. Uh, yeah. Yo, so if you get a chance, UMPA, go check out Surplus Army. Um, look them up. That's S U R P L U S A R. M-E, and I know I'm pronouncing that cor- incorrectly, surplus arm, um, and make sure you get out there and support them, uh, wow, so that's pretty dope, anyway, man, you already know, man, this is your boy Jobs, and you've been tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, I got to shout out the home team, man, Nerve DJ's radio, shout out uh, DJ Johnny O, shout out uh, Big Health, I got to shout out uh, uh, DJ Squirt, and my guy T-Rex did not even get that shit out. Um, next week I got Kamal Hassan uh, at seven p.m. Yo, my man is killing the game acting right now. Um, and I got my man T Rex is everywhere. When I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. Oh, and uh, Wednesday uh, rapper Red shout out to Mikey uh, with the plug. That should be an interesting one right there, too. Um, On that note, uh, I'm out of here. Y'all have a good one. Peace.